everybody, welcome to Money's No Object. I am your host, Dylan Howell. This is episode number 313 of our YouTube channel and podcast, and I cannot be more excited to continue sharing with you guys personal finance topics that I think could be useful for you in your long-term financial journey. Today, we are going to be talking about uh, specifically when people are wanting to retire and how the pandemic has impacted when people are going to retire. Because anytime you have any type of major crisis, uh, and especially any type of crisis that can have some type of financial impact, then you are going to see people uh, change the way they think about retirement. Because uh, there's just you know not infinite time in our lives, right? And the fact that there's not infinite time makes us reevaluate when something big uh, and disruptive happens. So uh, I want to just discuss you know how the pandemic has impacted our retirement plans and exactly what people plan to do and then how they can work uh, to have some semblance of a normal retirement or uh, not necessarily a normal retirement, but uh, a comfortable retirement uh, if they are trying to retire early or thinking that they'll retire later or whatever it may be. So stick around for a discussion of all that and more in today's episode. Before we get started, though, if you could go down below, hit the big red subscribe button, like this video, leave me any feedback in the comments down below, and I'll be sure to respond to anything you leave down there. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcasts, be sure to subscribe and leave me a review on either one of those platforms. Follow me on social media at MNO with Dylan, and that's really good supplemental materials to all the things I'm putting out in these long form episodes on YouTube and the podcast every single day. And then if you need somebody to help you to build a financial plan and keep you accountable to that plan over the long term, then I can do that. Just DM me on any of the major social media sites and tell me that you are interested in financial coaching sessions and you and I can begin working together, pushing towards your long-term financial goals and ultimately pushing you on towards long-term financial freedom, which is what I hope for every single individual watching or listening to this show on a day-to-day basis. So an article came out yesterday that said that the pandemic has disrupted retirement plans for 35% of Americans, right? Now, this is um, you know not a shocking article, but it's like, wow, 35% of Americans, their uh, retirement plans have been thrown off by the pandemic. I uh, wonder what that means. Now, naturally, it makes us think the worst, right? That, that kind of headline makes us think, oh, it knocked people off of their plan. It made people you know, think that they're going to have to wait later to retire. They're not going to have the money to retire that they would. But you dig into the article and you find that that is not necessarily just the case. Now, the COVID-19 pandemic has been a financial boon for some and a catastrophe for others. Now, those effects are showing up in one more place, anticipated retirement dates, right? When people think they are going to be able to finally hang it up and retire. The pandemic has prompted 35% of Americans to change the age that they anticipated retiring. Um, That is uh, via a recent survey from Northwestern Mutual. Of those respondents, 24% said that they plan to retire later than they did before the pandemic. So 24%, it is a negative impact, right? We're seeing of these 35% of Americans, 24% um, were saying, hey, you know, it's going to take me longer to retire. I'm going to have to retire later because of the pandemic, not earlier. But 11% said that they plan to retire earlier. Now, I'm sure that can be for multiple reasons as well, and we'll dig into that here shortly. Uh, But you know, being able to retire earlier could have to do uh, with the fact that, 
you know, they got this kind of jump start towards investing. They got these stimulus checks. Maybe they kept their jobs, were able to start something on their own, whatever, maximize whatever they had going on. Uh, or it's just a motivation factor, which I'm sure uh, has quite a bit to do with it as well. Those who put off their retirement date mostly said that they plan to do so by about three to five years with 39% of the respondents. However, coming in at a close second with 35% of respondents was a time frame of more than 10 years, right? So putting off retirement by more than 10 years was the second most common um, of the responses. Uh, 35% of those who said they were going to push it off said by more than 10 years. That's I don't think that's realistic, honestly, right? I think that um, people have very negative views of what they believe, uh, you know, has occurred. And, you know, they may have very uh, negative views based on what's occurred in their own life, uh, but it's not necessarily going to, you know, come to fruition. That's not necessarily uh, the full-fledged impact that it's going to have on your retirement. They just may feel um, like, you know, they're kind of down and out right now. That could just be the case. Those who move their retirement date sooner also mostly plan to do so by three to five years. Notably, the average anticipated retirement age has also shifted according to Northwestern Mutual. Okay, so uh, if you look at the expected retirement age, right, um, the two youngest generations of adults, so we're talking uh, the millennials and uh, the Gen Zs, right, expect to retire before the age of 60. Okay, so that's, again, according to Northwestern Mutual. Yet the average age people expect to retire is 62.6. So this is versus 63.4% as of last year. So the average has actually gone down. The expectations vary significantly by generation. Gen Z and millennials anticipate retiring at 59.4 and 59.5 respectively. Now, there is no surprise why they are choosing 59.4 and 59.5. Guess when you get to take money out of your Roth IRAs without penalty? 59 and a half years old. Okay, so not surprising. They're saying, hey, as soon as we can get money out of our IRAs, we're out. All right. And then meanwhile, Gen X anticipates retiring at 64.3, while baby boomers expect to push their retirement age to 68.3. Admittedly, it can be difficult to time your retirement regardless of whether you want to retire earlier or later. Okay, so it, there is quite the you know, discrepancy here, right? You know, you've got boomers who are, you know, getting there. They're very, very close to retirement or in retirement already, right? You have these boomers that are saying, hey, I might not, you know, retire until 68 uh, years old, but you have, you know, younger people saying, hey, you know, I, I think I'm going to retire at 59 and a half. Now, the reason that I actually believe these younger people is because younger people know something that the boomers didn't. And younger people know something that even gen, most Gen Xers didn't even know, right? And that is that it's going to be on them. It's going to be on them to fund their their retirement. So it's going to be on them uh, to put money away and, and keep uh, you know their retirement dreams alive. Uh, a lot of boomers were told, "Hey, you you go work a job and you work that job for you know 30, 40 years, and uh, you know you get a pension and you get your social security and you go home and that's uh, retirement, right?" Uh, but nobody told them that, "Hey, that might not be enough," and nobody told them that, "Hey, pensions might not stay around." Right. Nobody told them that, you know, it's more valuable to put money away for yourself over a long period of time. Nobody told them that. Right. And then Gen X, Gen X is kind of straddling the fence there. Right. Some of them understand that, but some of them don't. And then obviously the Gen Z and millennials, you could just call them, call us 
optimists, right? Maybe we're just very optimistic about the fact that we have time and the ability to get to uh, that particular retirement number. But I think we also have this view of we understand uh, what it's going to take to get there. Uh, at least many of us do. And we know that it's going to be on us. And so we have to look at this through an objective view and say, hey, um, you know, if we can get there as quickly as possible, let's do it. And we know what it's going to take. And so we're willing to follow uh, those financial steps to get there. Again, that's not all uh, Gen Zs and millennials, but uh, I'm just saying those who probably uh, participate in a survey like this, that may be why they choose that particular age. Now, more than one third of Americans polled uh, say that, they, that the pandemic has changed the age at which they plan to retire. Of those who say the, the pandemic impacted their plans, uh, the most common age in which both directions uh, are impacted, so earlier or later, uh, is between three to five years. So um, for when it comes to retiring later, right, individuals who say, hey, I'm going to retire later because of the pandemic, right, 13% said one to two years later. 39% said three to five years later, 12% said six to 10 years later, and then 35% said 10 or more years later. But then when it comes to the time frame of retiring earlier, 12% said one to two years earlier, 48% said three to five years earlier, then 24% said six to 10 years earlier, and 15% said 10 or more years earlier. So I think the big outlier there that we see is uh, of individuals who think that they're going to have to retire later, uh, 35% thinking they're going to have to retire 10 or more years later. That's just, I, again, I think that's extreme and extremely pessimistic. Now, sometimes retiring later than planned can be much more difficult in practice than it is in theory. Okay. Uh, issues with workers' own health, right? The need to care for a loved one or a tough job market could force them to retire earlier than planned, right? And that would leave them without the money necessary to do the things that they needed to do, which is absolutely a problem. The fact that younger workers anticipate retiring early signals that uh, attitudes toward careers and retirement are changing. Right? For those cohorts, having multiple careers and taking sabbaticals uh, will be more common, and that carries over into expectations around retirement. One bright spot for the survey is that people now have $98,800 on average saved towards retirement, up from 87500 last year. Yet, that's still a long way from what many respondents say that they anticipate they will need to comfortably retire, uh, which they say that the number is $1.047 million, which is up from last year, uh, $950,800. That shortfall signals the importance of working with a financial advisor to help them through all the possible futures uh, and how to uh, prepare them for those particular um, you know, outcomes that may occur. You really need someone who's an expert and steeped in all this to help you through those big decisions. And that can be true. It's not true 100% of the time, right? But uh, most of the time, having somebody that you know understands how to make these decisions well because they've helped people make them uh, can be extremely valuable. So let's talk about this for just a second. Again, this is a CNBC article. Um, and you know, I think it's interesting. I, I do think it kind of pushes you towards a financial advisor there at the end. Uh, but I think it's very interesting, right, that um, we're seeing these individuals changing what they think about retirement because uh, of such a crazy year and a half, two years, right? Because we have seen, um, you know, so many things in our lives change and, you know, our futures are likely to change as well. Now, I'm going to start with the end in mind here, right? I'm going to start with what they say they anticipated to need in retirement, right? They said $1.047 million. Okay, so what's that going to look like? So if you want to save up $1.047 million, and um, this is just 
realistically, right? Let's say uh, that you have 30 years to invest. I'm not going to assume that everybody has 40 years to invest. Uh, let's just say you've got 30 years to invest, right? Let's say you make 8% a year. That's a you know relatively conservative estimate in stock mutual funds. But let's just say you make 8% a year. So again, that is over uh, a 30-year period. Um, you start with nothing, and then let's say you're trying to get to $1,047,000, okay? Now, if that is the case, then that means over that 30-year period, you're going to have to put away $702.52 per month at 8% in order to get to that value. That's not its insignificant value, right? That's a pretty significant value. That's a pretty significant amount of money that you're going to have to put away just to get to that particular number. Now, not only that, right, but if you're talking about withdrawing from that particular number, right, and doing so in a way that is um, comfortable, right, uh, that may not be enough money. That 100% may not be enough money. Because let's just say that you were just pulling off 5%, which can be done, right? Let's say you were pulling off 5% in retirement, right? That's the uh, amount that you thought you needed. And so you were like, okay, I'm going to pull off 5% a year. That's $52,350 a year. And that's saying with increasing prices uh, over a longer period of time, that that's how much money you're going to need every year in order to retire comfortably. I think that's probably uh, an underestimation. I think that's probably less than what you will actually need in order to retire comfortably. Um, but nonetheless, in order to even get to that amount, we have to do some very, very aggressive saving, right? For most individuals, right, this should be possible, right? It should be possible to put away $700 a month because if you do the math, and you know I tell you uh, to be putting away 15% of your income, uh, you know, once you get out of debt, have a fully funded emergency fund, uh, all those types of things, right? Uh, once you've done that and you're investing aggressively, 15% of your income, well, $702.52 a month, right, is going to be 15% um, of a $56,200 uh, a, a year, excuse me, not a month, a year uh, income, right? So, that's around the average or the median that um, you know most people make in the U.S. So if you are investing 15% of your income over a 30-year period, then you can get to this particular number, right? But, I mean, that's still, again, not insignificant. That means that you do need to clean up your financial life. You do need to get your financial foundation set, and you do need to start working towards this number as quickly as possible because the longer it takes to get you working towards this number, uh, the longer it's going to take you uh, to actually get there, which means you may have to work longer than you actually wanted to, okay? So that's just where I wanted to begin with that. It may be a bit of an underestimation as to what they need, but nonetheless, um, it's at least nice that they are understanding that they're needing more relative to last year, and it's nice that they have more saved than they did last year, but that could just be uh, a product of the growth of money for the most part and then uh, of the stimulus that was put into the economy as well, okay? So, Let's talk about a few more things uh, that you know I found interesting within this article. Right, we have these individuals who say, you know, hey, I expect to retire later, and and that's not super surprising, right? If you get set back financially, um, you know, having to retire later is something that can happen, right? Um, if you had to pull money out of your retirement accounts last year because you lost a job, or this year because you lost a job. Um, 
you know, you had to, and that's that's what you did, and that's you know what you have to live with now. You actually have to uh, move forward from that, and that's you know a heavy setback because that's money that could grow for you over a long period of time. But instead, you took it and you consumed it. Uh, and again, maybe you had to consume it. But uh, what does this speak to the need of? This speaks to the need of uh, a fully funded emergency fund, right? Most people don't have a fully funded emergency fund of four to six months worth of household expenses, and in not having that. Uh, that means that they would have a hard time if you know it comes down to it that they lose a job or it comes down to it that they can't work because their industry is being um, you know suppressed due to these lockdowns or whatever, right? Um, I I think that's a tough thing to deal with, yes. But uh, if you had that type of emergency fund, you should be able to ride out the storm until at least you could go find something else to do to make money right? Uh, that's the importance of having that emergency fund. It's also the importance of being out of debt, right? If you are in debt, uh, that's going to eat up more of your cash flow. You're going to need more cash flow in order to just keep your head above water, right? Uh, but if you don't have debt, then you don't have to worry about uh, needing excess cash. You'll have excess cash already, uh, and you'll be able to use that to get you through some of the harder times, right? So those individuals retiring later, that's not a surprise. But do I think it's going to be 10 or more years later for many people? No, I, I think that's an over-exaggeration um, unless there are so many people who just emptied out their retirement accounts last year that I don't know about, um, which I don't think that I don't think that was the case, you know, on a, on a broad spectrum. I don't think that was necessarily the case. Right. But if a bunch of people did, then that might, you know, mean that you have to retire that much later. But I don't think that really happened. I think that's just a, uh, an exaggerated answer based on the fact that people are like, I don't know if I'll ever be able to retire if something like this continues to happen or you know, we continue doing this or that or whatever, right? Uh, so I think that's just an over-exaggerated answer from people who are already thinking negatively and thinking, hey, I'm going to retire later anyway, okay? So uh, that's as far as the retiring later. Now, as far as the retiring earlier, I like this, right? I like the fact that individuals who just went through a tough time, right, or just watched others go through a tough time go, hey, we're, we're going to try to retire earlier. We're going to try to get out of this workforce and not be subject to um, any of these things that could potentially happen to us, okay? Uh, and they're saying, hey, three to five years earlier than we were going to previously, right? Which I think is awesome. I think it's a great thing. I think trying to retire earlier is awesome. Uh, at least retire to a point where you could uh, you know, keep yourself sustained with the money that you have, right? Uh, I think of retirement a lot more of what is possible than what is true. Uh, and this is what I mean by this. What I mean is that like, if I retire, right, and I have plenty of money invested to where I could live off that money, no problem, right? Uh, and I retire and I start using that money. Yes, I'm retired. Yes, I'm using that money. Everything's cool, right? But let's say that I love the job I'm doing. I The work's flexible. I want to do that. Um, it, it'd be nice to just watch my money continue to grow. And, um, you know, I have plenty set aside, right? Uh, I think of that also as like being retired or prepared to retire, right? Uh, and now you're just, you know, doing something because you actually want to do it, right? Not because you actually have to, not because it, it is some type of, you know, requirement for you, but because uh, it's something that you want to do and you make money at it and it can allow your money to grow over a longer period of time. So it can be extremely valuable to work longer in that sense. But in the sense of like not wanting to, you know, work for the man your whole life or not wanting to, you know, be at the mercy of an employer or uh, just continue and doing something that you don't really have a passion for. I totally get it. Right. And I think that, um, you know, 
people having this mindset of, hey, I'm going to retire earlier, that's going to you know turn into a lot of good financial habits, right? Especially good financial habits when it comes to saving and investing, because in order to retire, right, in order to retire comfortably, what has to happen is that you have to save and invest aggressively over a long period of time, right? And if you do not do that, um, then it's going to be very difficult to retire at all, right? Much less earlier than you thought was possible, right? And retiring early also, uh, you know, it, it hinges on the fact that uh, you're not deeply in debt, right? You're not uh, having your cash flow just constantly spent on debts. Uh, it's relying on that as well. And so that's, again, another piece of our financial foundation that's so, so important over a long period of time. But if we're talking about we want to retire earlier, how would we, how are we going to go about doing this, right? How would we go about doing this? Well, I think there's seven things that you have to think about here, right? On how we can retire earlier and how this is going to work, um, you know, especially post pandemic and with a, a changed mindset, right? First thing you need to do, I think you need to determine what type of lifestyle you want in retirement, right? Because some people, they just want a simple life. They just want to stop working and be able to relax and chill and maybe go on a vacation every year. And, you know, that's it, right? They just want um, the freedom. They just want to be able to not have to go clock in. And that's fine. That's admirable. I, I understand, right? Um, but some people want a lot more. Some people want to constantly be traveling. They want to maybe move up in house, buy nice cars, do a bunch of things they didn't do while they were working because they want to now have the money to do that. Right? But you have to determine what type of lifestyle you want because that will determine the amount of money you need and the amount of money that you need will determine when you can actually retire. Right, Because again, retirement is not an age and I think that's uh, something that I want to get across based on uh, this article is that retirement has nothing to do with age. Right. Yes, we kind of do the math in our head and say, OK, I think I'll retire around this age. Right. But retirement isn't about age. It's about number. It's about the amount of money that we're going to have in order to sustain us at a particular age. Right. So you have to determine what type of lifestyle you want. And then you can reverse engineer whether or not you can actually live on the amount of money that you'll have at that particular time in your life um, and see if you'll be able to actually cover the lifestyle that you want to live. Then you need to create a mock retirement budget, right? You need to uh, have a decent idea of what your expenses and income are going to look like in retirement. And this is going to be very difficult the further you are away from retirement because so many variables are, um, are variable. So many variables are going to change and be very volatile over the next you know, 20, 30, 40 years, right? Uh, so it's going to be difficult to do if you're far away. But the closer you are, the better you'll be able to do some estimation here. But if you're trying to do this, obviously there's some things you need to take into account, right? You need to take into account uh, some conservative growth rate of your money over time. You need to take into account uh, the increase in prices that could potentially occur while you're in retirement and until you are actually going to retire, right? You need to take into account the amount of money that you're going to start retirement with, what your withdrawal rates are going to be, all these different types of things, and create a mock budget based on that. This budget cannot be static. Right, a static budget that does not change with the increase in prices and does not change in the amount of money that you're bringing in or the amount of money that you have in your accounts and all this stuff, it's not realistic. Right? We want to be as realistic as possible. And the more realistic we can be with that budget and the more accurate we can be with that budget, uh, the more truly we can look at retiring early and go, okay, this may actually be a possibility. Then the third thing you need to do is to evaluate your current financial situation, right? Uh, you may look around and you know you may be, let's say you're 30 years old, right? And go, man, I, I just can't do this for 30 years. I can't do this for 40 years. I want to retire early. I want to retire by the time I'm 
you know, I don't know, let's say 50. Okay. So you're 30, you want to retire by the time you're 50, right? You think, okay, maybe I can make 8% a year on my money. Maybe that's uh, possible, but you know, this is over the next 20 years. Uh, you know, I want to end up with, let's say, um, I don't know, $2 million to be able to sustain me. And, you know, based on the amount of money that I'm used to having, and you would look up and you go, oh, crud. That means that I'd have to invest $3,395 per month between now and age 50. That's, that's a big ask, right? That's, that's a lot of money uh, to be able to put away per month, right? If you're talking about 15% of somebody's income, that would be somebody who made over $270,000 a year, 15% of their income, right? Um, so that's a lot. That's a big ask, right? But let's say you're just trying to get to even $1 million. Right, you even try to get to one million. That's one thousand six hundred ninety-seven dollars uh, a month, and that's going to be fifteen percent of a person's income who's making one hundred thirty-five thousand eight hundred eighteen dollars. Now that's more um, doable there, but that's still a lot of money to be putting away every single month in order to invest uh, to get to somewhere that somebody else who started twenty years earlier could be putting away fifteen hundred dollars less and get to the exact same point uh, at, in the exact same amount of time as you uh, plan to get there. Okay, so. I think that uh, we need to look at our financial situation. We need to be brutally honest with ourselves and go, hey, do we have a lot of debt hanging around our necks? Do we have any retirement savings already? Um, is it going to be enough to get us to where we want to get to by the time we retire early? Um, you know, Are these things actually going to work? And if the answer is yes, then by all means. If the answer is no, either you need to get real serious about cleaning some things up and then try to go about retiring early, or you may have to say, hey, that's not realistic in our lives. And we need to, yes, we can push towards retiring as early as possible, but it may not be at this particular time that we're looking at. Then you need to get serious about those lifestyle changes, right? You need to get serious about those things that are going to help you uh, to get to wherever you need to be. If you need to start spending less, do that. If you need to start investing more, do that. If you need to uh, get out of debt, do that. If you need to build up an emergency fund, do that, right? Uh, and absolutely start making some big lifestyle changes and changes in the way that you handle your money on a month-to-month -month basis. And then pour everything you can into investing, right? The Obviously, the earlier you want to retire, the more aggressive this needs to be. Uh, but anybody who's looking to retire early, that just means you need to invest more, right? Because getting more in the way of rate of return is far more difficult uh, than actually putting more money away. Putting more money away is far more doable, right? We can put more money away and build up a big nest egg, but it's extremely difficult to find crazy rates of return that are going to get you somewhere a lot faster, right? So pour everything you can into investing, especially the earlier that you want to retire, but have an understanding of what's actually going to get you there, right? Run the numbers. Know how much you should need to put away you know, on a conservative mark in order to get to where you need to get to by a particular time. And it's very easy to do so with a financial calculator or Excel or something like that. Then retiring early, I think, is a place where a financial advisor or a CPA can actually be really useful the closer you get to wanting to do this uh, because they can help you to create a plan that will make your money be more sustainable over a long period of time. The worst thing that you can do uh, is to retire early and run out of money, right? We all want to make sure that we you know, have enough money to sustain us as we retire early, right? So uh, meeting with an advisor, meeting with somebody who can help you to, to create uh, some type of plan that you can follow and uh, that knows how to do this, you know, and can, you know, give you thoughts about uh, what's realistic and what isn't. I think that's very useful. And then somebody who can give you some tax advice, like a CPA, is very useful as well. And then the last thing I think that you need to do is you need to play it smart and play it conservative when you retire early because you don't want to blow it. 
right? Again, the, the worst thing that we can do is we can get into early retirement and then blow our money and then we're back working again, right? We're not able to live the dream that we wanted to live. So we need to play it smart. We need to play it conservative, uh, especially early on in that early retirement until we kind of get our stride. We kind of understand what's going on and then we can move further and further into uh, this idea of retiring early and being retired for a longer period of time. Okay, so I'm perfectly good with you retiring earlier. Those of you who think you're going to retire super duper late, it may not be as realistic as you think, right? Maybe think a little more positively, meet with a financial advisor, work with somebody uh, who has a little more of a positive mindset, right? Uh, But ultimately, I know the pandemic knocked a lot of people down. I know the pandemic uh, hurt a lot of people financially, but that does not mean that it's going to keep us all from getting to where we want to get to. But obviously, it motivated a lot of us too. Right? It motivated a lot of us to go, hey, not only am I going to retire when I said I was, I'm going to try to retire earlier because uh, this pandemic has just motivated me into doing so. Right, This has given me the motivation to say, hey, I am going to get on the ball. I'm going to invest. I'm going to do all the right things financially to get to where I need to get to over the long term. Okay, So um, don't be discouraged if you do think you're going to retire later. It may be the case that you will, uh, but still work your hardest. Do everything that you can do. Control what you can control uh, in order to retire uh, as close to the time where you uh, anticipated retiring as possible. And then those of you who are trying to retire early, just follow some of those guidelines and steps that I said because you don't want to get too gung-ho about doing this uh, and then fall short or um, you know get too gung-ho about doing this, get into early retirement and then mess it all up, okay? Um, So again, I I really hope that uh, this better informs you about what it looks like to retire earlier, especially. And then hopefully it can help you to have more of a positive outlook on uh, when you can actually retire. But you have to know that you are gonna have to do the work. We have to do the work now. Nobody's gonna do the work for us. Nobody's gonna put money away for us. It is up to us in order to do the things that we need to do to retire uh, when we want to retire, right? Because nobody's gonna retire for you. It's your life, it's your money. You have to make it happen. Uh, You may get some help from an employer or a pension or even social security, right? But that cannot be what we rely on. We need to rely on our ability to invest and save and do all the right things financially over a long period of time. And that is what will ultimately get us home. And that is why I'm doing this show on a day-to-day basis. So thanks for watching this video. If you could go down below, hit the big red subscribe button, like this video, leave me any feedback in the comments down below, and I'll be sure to respond to anything you leave down there. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcast, be sure to subscribe and leave me a review on either one of those platforms. Follow me on social media at MNO with Dylan, and that's really good supplemental materials to all the things I'm putting out in these long form episodes on YouTube and the podcast every single day. And then if you need somebody to help you to build a financial plan and keep you accountable to that plan over the long term, then I can do that. Just DM me on any of the major social media sites and tell me that you are interested in financial coaching sessions and you and I can begin working together, pushing towards your long term financial goals and ultimately pushing you on towards long term financial freedom, which is what I hope for every single individual watching or listening to the show on a day-to-day basis. So tune in tomorrow as I continue talking about personal finance topics that I think can be useful for you in your long-term financial journey. So thanks for tuning in to this episode of Money's No Object. I'm your host, Dylan Howell. God bless.